Are you stalking me? Because that would be super. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. It's your boy Ricky, aka Dick Chuck, aka the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here, as always, with my conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch of a Worcester, Travis. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. And as always, we are stoked that you're here. We are set up in back of Richard's house. We got a nice fire going. Sean Connolly will be happy to know that we've already eaten our pizza, so there will be no pizza eating on this episode. <laughs> and we're back, baby! We are back. We have enjoyed uh, a summer off from the podcast because we both had a million things going on. It's true. We did do that live show, which if anybody listened to that episode, you get uh, like a gold star award because the audio on that thing was rough, rough. I mean, it could have been worse. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely could have been worse. It could have been just the sounds of me farting for an hour and a half. <laughs> That's but, true. No, I mean, so it, it's giving me stuff to think about for the next time we do a live show, because we definitely want to do another one once things are safer again. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a very busy summer um, with a lot of things happening and changes and just life kind of opening back up for 45 minutes and then shutting right back down. Yeah, I mean, it was a solid, you know, 10 days that we had felt like normal. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we took some time off, and now we're, we're back. So, yeah, so we're officially back. We're going to go back to the weekly setup. Yay! And we figured let's start it off by catching up because, again, we missed a bunch of shit. <laughs> or at least missed talking it about with you guys. Sure. It's actually funny because even... Like, there was, like, weeks where we hadn't seen each other oh, or, like, legit. talked or anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. much going on. So, it's like we're catching up in real life with I, uh, everybody. When, when I saw you the other night at the Coheed and the Used show, <laughs> and I got a hug. I got a hug that was genuinely... Was. I missed felt you. missed. Missed Like, you. it's been a while since I've got a hug that, like, missed it felt you. like it really meant it. <laughs> and then I was there with Rockwell. Shout out Rockwell and Christy. Um... And I turned to Matt and I go, ah, for a second, I didn't think he was going to let go. Like, <laughs> it felt nice. How'd you think about that show? Uh, it was really good. It was really good. Um, I love the used. Do you? I do. That's like, that was the reason why I was there. Okay. Um, okay. I love them. Coheed's fine. They're not a band I was obsessed with. I thought they were really, really good. But it, there have never been a band that I love. But it's funny because the first time I saw them, was 2003 they played like early ish in the afternoon um at like a skate fest at okay the Palladium. that makes sense i never saw them after that until last saturday no shit yeah so it was just like a well that was my first time seeing coheed um i am not a used fan like ah. there's a song or two i like yeah but i find him insufferable really oh he was absolutely insufferable oh, i love him ah see that's so funny that we could what 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 do you like about like what was about their set that really stood up? Um, I, well, I mean, a I like the fact that they're clean now. So it's funny. Uh, clean in terms of drug use, drugs, or clean their... alcohol, the whole thing. That's awesome. So I saw them a bunch back in the early two thousands when they were like big and doing their thing, and it was kind of a nightmare. Like they were really good. Sure. But they were good to the point where like they might die here. Like it was just like he's like diving off of things and like kind of a mess and you I, you kind of just feel bad at that point okay um and then oddly enough the last show i saw before everything shut down last year was the used at the paradise oh nice and then the first official show i saw since things have come back was the used at the palladium that's so it went funny. from you know a thousand people seeing them in a small club and it was unbelievably good to ten thousand people seeing them outside the palladium it was cool. I mean, I couldn't see that well. We stayed in the way back just to, like, be a little safer and have some more, like, space around us. Um, but I don't know. I just, I love that band. I love those, I love the first two records, and I love, like, one or two songs off the third. That's kind of it. Some of their new stuff's fine. 
Sure. It's good. But yeah, I don't know. They're just, they're a better band now that they're clean. Okay. Um, I, so yeah. I have not listened to like a lot of their stuff. I, I've listened to one album because I liked the artist that did their cover. This dude, Alex Pardee, the heart one. Oh, the, the second, second one. The second one. Yeah. Um, and then I can remember back in high school, uh, this kid I knew, Steve Kalach, was a huge fan of the used and he was trying to get everybody on board and like, huh. I remember kind of liking what Box of Sharp Objects. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, and it, that's their hit, right? And there's that means they closed with it. Yeah. I gotta say, he did not hit a single one of those notes. It was yeah. It was I mean it has r- been like twenty and that's exactly something it. years. But to that point, Coheed's been around for about the same amount of time. Yeah. Um and they were fucking They were very they were watertight. Very yeah. They were, they were so and the thing that I really I mean, I'm not a huge Coheed fan. And yeah. I got it. Big shout out to my buddy Joe D who has a child on the way and him and his wife thought it's probably better if he wasn't in, you know, a crowd of, what do you think it was? 10,000 people. It was very close. It, it was, holds 10,000 back there. And there was, it was very close. It was, there was a lot of people. Yeah. There was a lot of people. Anyway, I didn't know you were going until you texted me. Well, so I found out you were going through Matt. Yeah. He messaged me and he was like, Hey, well, it was funny. Cause so he messaged either me or Seltzer time. I forget like which account it was. But he was like, hey, going to the Palladium tomorrow, where do I want to park? And I was like, oh, okay, here's your best bet, blah, 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 check it out. And then I so I figured, like, we would figure out a way to see each other because I don't think we'd ever seen each other in real life. Rockwell and you? Was that the first time? No, you've definitely met a couple times. I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay. But I knew, like, obviously I don't see him a lot for sure. Um, He's definitely met you at the dive. But I mean, okay. That's real easy to forget people in that situation. Yeah, I met a million people, and um, that's forgettable. No, we're love not you, close. buddy. Not love close. you, buddy. Best so, hug of the night. Sorry, Travis. Oh, son of a. I gotta say it. No, so, uh, but then it's like he was like, "All right, sick." And then I think he like sent a video of something else, or and we just never figured out like, "Oh, we should meet up and like right. say what's up." And then when you text us when we were at Mezcal, and you were like, "Yo, like, are you still at Mezcal?" I was like. What the hell? And then I kind of put it together that you were going, and then it made sense. And I was like, oh, cool. Oddly enough, I ended up having an extra ticket. No shit. That I didn't know that I had, like, until I got my tickets. I got, like, my my old boss got me in and gave me a plus two instead of a plus one. So I had this extra ticket, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. But I was with Naomi, who was the plus one, and our friend Alex, who already had a ticket. And I was like, well, and you were already inside. And I was like... I don't even know what to do with this right now. So I just tried giving it away to people, and I think everybody thought I was trying to sell it. I'm like, I genuinely don't want anything for this. I just don't want it to go to waste. So the security guy was like, oh, yeah, I've already given, like, 10. Like, a bunch of people had extra tickets. I'm guessing they had friends that just backed off because of COVID and stuff. So he's like, I've been giving away tickets all night. If you want, like, I'll give it away for you. I'm like, hell, yeah, just give it to any kid. I don't care. Like, just give it away. So hopefully some kid got into the show for free. I used to do that with parents all the time. I'd always get two tickets through guest list for work and while i was in line if i you know usually there's like a parent or something behind you with younger children and i was always like are you buying a ticket and they're like you they said yes i was like here you can just have this one like it's stupid first of all it's awesome you're taking your kid to go see fucking newfound glory right 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 you know 50 something years old just go get in for free like use that money for a beer and almost every single time they bought me a beer and i was like that was worth it because it didn't cost me anything oh so you, you just invested like a, yeah you just get a free beer and i'm like this is sick yeah hell and yeah it was the best and you're just like making like some kids night easier because his parent isn't mad that they had to like pay 45 dollars to go see a band that they hate probably so yeah you'd be surprised but yeah more times yeah you'd be surprised not. but um yeah, so that show was nuts. I yeah, mean, it was sure. really good. I, I really like Coheed. Thanks again, Joe D. Uh, and yeah, uh, it was my first time seeing them. I was impressed. But again, it was weird where we were set up because there were so many fucking people there. Yeah. I didn't want anything to do with that. No, same. Yeah. So we were set up behind a hot dog truck. You guys were over <laughs> yeah. by the porta potties. Yeah. Uh, we were in between, so we went there first, and we couldn't find you, and I was like, I don't know where the hell he is. <laughs> so then we made our we, way. We, we stood over there for a minute, and then we're it. like, there's got to be something better. Yeah, you guys definitely found it. That section was kind of wild when we walked over there. Um, we I mean, I'm sure. We got a spot next to the bar area. Made it easier made for drinks. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We literally just turned around. So that's when Matt so. told us where you were, because Matt went and got He beers. walked by, yeah, yeah. He, like, cut through, and he was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, shit. He was on another level. I drove us down. We ended up parking at the Technocopia lot and oh, then just nice. walking so over. 
Hell yeah. A couple blocks. Smart. Ripped a joint. It was a good time. There you go. Um, no, the thing I liked about Coheed, I mean, so the use sounded loud to me, but Coheed sounded loud, but a lot of times in those settings, they'll just overload the music to the point where it just it's excruciating to listen to, yeah, and yeah. you don't really hear anything. They were still, like, you could hear the bass line, you could hear the vocals really well. Yeah. They're a tight band. I was just pumped to hear that. And they're like a, they're a tight band who, like, are really good musicians, where there's not a lot of like movement really with them. Like they're oh, very much like there's not a big stage show. And yeah, it's you're there to like hear some sick shit. The use there's a lot of movement. Burke's I would, a psychopath. I would agree with you there. And I th- and like, I mean, I'm a fan of them. Going into it, I know that that's gonna happen. Sure. And like, yeah, it's better when you in a small room. They're great because it's wild. Um, in a big area, it was still good. Like I still like them the most. But I think it's also I knew almost every single song outside of the like two or three new ones they played i feel that way about one of my favorite bands converge i mm-hmm. won't see them in a big space because it just sounds echoey and loud to truly appreciate what they're doing you want a super tight room yeah you just want like the energy you want like yeah the energy you like want to the, feel their sweat yeah exactly it sounds weird but that's yeah. just the way that works even during covid ah. sweat on me uh, my god we were watching ben's uh ben the drummer of converge we were matt and i've been sending the videos back and forth just watching him warm up for his tour that man is a fucking phenom he's just so fat anyway there, it's yeah all right but so, with with that news i mean like the shit's already getting shut down again mask mandate mask mandate is a thing we, um we were gonna go to with honor show that good. got postponed to 2022 right the only thing i have official hard tickets for uh Newfound Glory at the Palladium in like two weeks, two and a half weeks. I don't know when it is. Somewhere in Yeah, I think it's the second week of October. I'm hoping we get there. If we don't, we don't. It's fine. I I get it. Yeah. Um, There's a hot, yeah, I mean, hot water music. and. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Hot water music will help. Upstairs. Oh, my God. It was yeah. going to be an amazing show. Yeah. I mean, it might, but I don't know. Things are getting so bad and people are somehow getting more stupid yeah to the point where it's just like oh okay like i'm going so maria and i are going to go to the bruins home opener which is the like 15th or 16th of october okay it's the same night as the menzingers upstairs in worcester which is hard for me to pass up wow so i think what i'm gonna do is just go to the menzingers and tuck it because <laughs> it's the night before and i just i love that band so much but we'll see we'll see like what you gotta take the opportunity while you have it yeah, I mean, that's another band I've seen a million times where it's like, if I don't get to go because COVID's too crazy, I won't go. Um, either way, be a mask, whatever. Yeah. It's all fine. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Um, but the Bruins game, I'm excited because you have to, like, so the Garden just announced yesterday, like, you have to show proof of full vaccination or a negative COVID test and, like, you have to wear a mask the entire time. You know, all things I have absolutely no problem doing and it makes it actually much better sure situation in my opinion sure um to go to so i'm excited but also that might be the only thing that happens because i'm pretty sure i don't know if these tours are actually going to make it especially right now which is like terrifying and so fucking sad you just feel for these bands these dudes their crew like just it's just yeah man the people that rely on this money yeah it's like well so like the garden posted their thing and they were and of course like the comment section is just a cesspool and everybody's like, Oh, good luck playing in front of fans this year. And it's like, well, you're very much the minority in Massachusetts. It's like, you're still a problem. Get a fucking vaccine or wear a fucking mask and get a COVID test. Like it's not that hard. You're goddamn bioterrorists. That was my favorite part of the show. I believe is what Bert said. It was. We dude, That was the best part of the show. We like told Naomi's mom about that. Like it was so good. Um, I really wanted somebody to get up and get a spanking. Nobody has the balls. Of course not. Just well, some people they're, have people that their hands up. Keyboard gangsters. Yeah. It's stupid. Well, there's like, a, the, when they announced the mask mandate for Worcester, there were people that I am friends with on Facebook who like made posts that were like, oh, you're trying to kill small businesses. Here we go. You're killing small business. It's like, nobody's killing small businesses. Just wear a fucking mask and go support a small business. Right. It's really not that hard. Right. They're not telling you to close. No. They're saying you can operate. Yeah. To stay open. You just have just... your customers wear this small piece of fabric yeah. across their face. For the, for the 13 minutes they're inside getting whatever it is they're getting. It is a very easy thing to do. I went to Shaw's yesterday and like 99% of the store had their mask on. And of course there's like, the old tough guy who doesn't want to wear it. 
And then there's, like, the young fucking bullshit tough guy who doesn't want to wear it. And you're just like, what are you doing? Like, it's so stupid. It's it's these young, dumb white women that I see that are... Like, I was at a bodega today buying stuff. And this woman walked in and she made a fucking thing of it. And, like, when I turned around and looked, she gave me a sneer. Yeah. Here I am in my, you know, my face mask. Fucking dumb. It's very annoying. I, I, don't, I don't get it. It's so stupid. But... Yeah, I don't know. That's, so, yeah. So, we're going to continue to adapt. That's what we're trying to tell you people, that the podcast is going to keep going, but we may go back online. We may try to do these in person with people that make sense. Yeah. But we're going to do it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We're taking it week by week. Yeah. So, what else did we miss? Anything else major that we should comment on? <laughs> Pow Wow Worcester was incredible. Yep. Pow Wow was a blast. That was, yeah, that was, I mean, that was like a month ago. Yeah. Which is completely insane to think that that was a month ago already. <laughs> I went into a hole afterwards. That's so insane. Oh, and then when I went up to Saco River and went kayaking. Yeah. Like, I needed to disconnect hard after that. It's go. pow out, dude. It, it hits me so hard every well, yeah, year. Yeah, you work. It's, it's funny watching it and, like, knowing you and, like, kind of watching, like, a very small piece of the inside. But, like, it's a lot of work leading up to, like, a eight to ten day window. Where, like, it's like everything else, right? Where people are like, it's you're in a band. You only play for two hours a night. It's like, well, there's a lot of shit that goes in to get you to that two hours for you to watch. Right. And it's the same thing with Power, where there's a lot of shit that goes into getting it to the 10 days for you to come and watch person who shows up for 21 minutes and watches something. Right. Like, Agreed. That's the, the shit. And like anything, the more involved, the more connected you are, the more you know about all the shit that goes wrong. And, like, every year there was some shit that happened. Yeah. But, like, this year, I just happen to be more connected to it. And, yeah. Ah, but yeah, it is what it is. It worked. The artists came through. They put up some amazing pieces of art. I had some fantastic conversations. Uh, my personal favorite this year was Jairo Vega, um, kid from Brockton, who just did this incredible piece with eyeballs and the chattering teeth and rubber ducks. And he... We ha- yeah oh if you haven't seen his piece go find it on the internet. Where uh what where is he? What wall? I'll find it. He is at Lakeside Community. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's one of the Worcester housing. Dropping paint off there. Yeah, so you you dropped it off to Hiro. <laughs> it was. So we had this really interesting conversation. I I hope he doesn't mind that I share a little bit of this, but um, it was right after everybody, the artists and the committee members received the keys to the city. And so I walked out, this kid, like, he kind of got overwhelmed by there was a lot of noise and there was just a lot going on. And I kind of feel in that situation. I don't do well. That's why you don't usually see me out. I just don't thrive in those situations. I thrive in these smaller personal conversations. So him and I are walking the streets outside of Akato and we're having this really interesting conversation about, you know, are we gentrifying? Are, are we bringing... Are we working against the people kind of deal? Which is the same questions I kind of ask every year. But he yeah. gave me a perspective unlike anybody else had given me before. He came from the projects in Brockton. He, his family and his, and his like his parents, his brother, sister, they're all still struggling. But he has made it out. But now he's out here painting murals. And he happened to be painting a mural in a housing project. So to him, at that moment, he was struggling with the idea that he's kind of working against his own people. I mean, he's a young black man that's an incredible artist. Yeah, yeah. His, what he's able to do, I can achieve on a computer. I don't know how you would then take that and put it on a wall or a canvas. And it's just the way his brain sees the world, sees shapes, sees color, and and sees these tools that he's able to do this. Um, So having that conversation, he was kind of feeling like, not weird, but just like, he was very aware of, of what was about to happen. And what he really specified is that he wants to be able, he wanted to be able to have a moment where he felt an impact. Meaning like through his art, through him being there, he wanted to inspire, wanted to connect, wanted to do something with at least one person. And I, you know, I promised him that it would happen if he was out there. And it was kind of like a tepid promise because how do you promise something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But knowing about Pow Wow's past, yeah. I was like, it, the likelihood of it happening is high. For sure. And it did. And he had, like, we checked in at the end of the week and like, this is my point. This is why I enjoy Pow Wow. This is why this festival is, is impactful or why it works is that 
he had these moments where he had what he referred to as some abuela kept coming out, telling him he was doing the Lord's work, Poppy, and bringing him gifts. He had the first night we were out there, there was a little, uh, I don't know, six, seven year old girl with her dad um, just staring at his projection. It wasn't even his real art at this point, just staring at the line work. And I went over, introduced myself, talked a little bit about powwow. She says, oh, I do art. I said, oh, you should totally, you know, if you have it with you, I'd love to see it. Oh, I don't have, okay, well, no worries. If you see us around, you know, we're all really nice. Come say hi. Yeah. Half hour goes by. She and her dad disappear. They come back with an iPad, and she's showing me the stuff she's drawing. And really? This, this girl's drawing really well, and she happens to be drawing eyeballs. I was like, Hira was up on a lift at the moment. I was like, ah, oh, he would have loved to see this. Bring it back. And I think she did later. And like... There were all these moments he had and th throughout the whole week, different artists had and different. And like, that is the impact of Powwow. That's, That's the cool right. shit that Powwow is. And like that, it takes so much work and it takes all this pre-planning and there's always stuff we miss and totally. there's always yeah, stuff yeah. we overlook. And like, we're just people trying our best to create these moments. And I feel like we achieved that this year. I'm pretty, so pretty proud of the work we did. So congratulations to everybody involved. Um, and if you haven't got a chance to go walk around Maine South and discover the beautiful murals that have been added to the city fabric. I'm trying to think if I've seen... The only one I think I've actually checked out is the one... Nailer's Wall over by New Tradition. So right next to Adam Foo's Adam stack. Fu, yeah, it was Adam Foo's like across the street. And then we drove by... Uh, what's the street that has like... Like Croc was on and all those guys? That is... It's not Beacon Street. Yeah, it is. It it's is Beacon Street? Yeah, it's Beacon okay, Street. Okay, Beacon Street. Um, we drove past that, and this was, like, the week after Pow Wow. Like, we went to get a coffee, and, and I was like, oh, we'll just, like, loop around really quick. Sure. I just haven't had time to go check out the other stuff yet. But. That was lovingly referred to as the party wall, because there was, like, six artists. Yeah. Seven artists, technically, all working. That's so sick. Side by side. Yeah, it was awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's such a cool, like... Again, they had they had moments between them. They had moments where they were talking to community people. Like that's rad. And again, there's so many moving parts in this thing that there are stories I haven't heard yet, and totally. there are like, I don't know, I gotta reconnect. I gotta reconnect with the Powwow people. That's sick. So. Hell yeah. Um, oh, what else happened. did we miss? Um. Well, uh, Sticky Pictures is a tattoo artist. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Congrats. Shout out Lucas. I went and got a tattoo from him uh, last earlier this week. I have my last appointment week? for Monday. When did it? What day is it? You had it on Monday. Thursday, I had it on Monday. Yeah, yeah. You've had this tattoo for four days. Yes. Yeah, I'm still putting cream on it. Cause cream. Cream. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. So it's fun to like, it's so cool like, watching him go from like a server at a restaurant to like he was bartending for a second, kind of doing like little things here and there. Like now he's a tattoo artist and it's, like, such a natural thing for him, it sure. feels like. Like, it was really, and he's only really been doing it for, I don't know, since, like, earlier this year, I think, officially. Well, he finished, he, he got an apprenticeship. Yeah. Finished his apprenticeship, so now he's a licensed tattoo artist. So yes. now he can work on the public, um, and he can take appointments. He has always had, like, a tattoo style. Yeah. Um, his line work, it, it always tended to be... Um, some refer to as like tattoo flash okay yeah, inner yeah. lines it's just very unique and it's unique to him even his mural um the fucking kid's a muralist he's a powwow yeah. artist he was a, a couple of walls right uh well yeah tech well, yeah, yeah, one, yeah one official powwow wall one official powwow wall but then he's done a couple other murals couple, yeah when provincial is the one i'm thinking of yeah um so his line work there is similar to line work on a tattoo yeah He's kind of developed a shading. Even as a graphic designer, uh, I, him and I have worked on a couple of projects together, and seeing his creation, the way he approaches stuff, it, tat, with your point, tattoo artist seemed like a natural fit. Yeah, yeah. It's, and he's thriving in it, and he's so doing percent. really well. Yeah. So. Yeah, he killed it. It was awesome. I mean, I'm very happy. I'm excited to, like, book more time with him. Yeah. For I, sure. I have time on Monday. So <laughs> when this, so I don't know when this podcast is coming out. We're going to have to talk about we'll this afterwards. Um, I was... 2022. Well, I was actually <laughs> thinking about moving to a Friday release day. Okay. Because then when seltzer time hits, you know it's the weekend. And hmm. all the podcasts I listen to, I typically listen to them on the weekends because it's when I go driving around like, wait, wait, don't, don't tell me. Fascinating. I'm always out and doing things and I listen to them while I'm working. 
Well, so, I mean, there's also a whole week in between episodes, so people can listen to them whenever. So we're gonna have a we're gonna have a hard discussion. But whenever this episode comes out, it came out that day because that person won. And <laughs> it's probably gonna be Fridays because I actually kind of dig that. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, it, for for this to come out on Friday, that means I need to. Turn well, I mean, it, we can wait till. Turn uh, it around shit, tomorrow's what? The, yeah, tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. I could turn it around at night. We'll figure it out. We'll get back to you. You'll know because you're listening to it. Hopefully. But at that point, uh, the fuck was the point of my story? Lucas is a tattoo artist. Oh, I will potentially have had a new tattoo by the time this episode comes out. Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I'm cool. I'm gonna try to get him. Well, I'm not trying. I've asked for an oddly specific thing. It's the Move tool from Photoshop because I think it's cool. Okay. And it's the first program I learned. I'm, I use it every day. It's just Photoshop's kind of my life these days right. but it also has the double meaning of move like get into action time yeah. to do something and it's just two arrows but i want to have him do it in his red and blue style really like the two lines yeah yeah because again they're just simple lines that's cool i think it would look really neat hell yeah well that's what this whole arm is like this whole arm is going to be souvenirs and people i know yeah like, this is my buddy thomas that i've done work for this was gotten in new york city when my cousin visited me, my all only... my stuff's on one arm. It's just like random. I mean, I'm I already know what I'm gonna do to fill it all in once do I have you? a couple more pieces. Yeah. You have everything planned out. No, no, no. I oh, have oh. like filler plan. Like I know what I want for filler. Okay. I there's probably another like at least four like pieces I want, and then I'll fill it in around that. Probably more. We should we should set. Like, what is a landmark that if we get to it, we get matching seltzer time tattoos? Oh, I definitely want to get a seltzer time tattoo. But we got to figure out, like, what's the landmark? What's, like, what can people help us achieve to help us get these fucking... I, one retweet by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no, um, I I don't know. Having Ryan Reynolds on the ep- on a podcast episode. That Actually, be... oddly enough, I do have to mention something. I wasn't going to mention it yet. Once, once but... we get to 5,000 Instagram followers... Oh, that's easy. Yeah, we'll be there in like, yeah. maybe by the end of the year. Yeah. So once we get to 5,000, we'll get matching right. Seltzer Time tattoos. Sign me up. Done. You heard it here first. Um, What about Ryan Reynolds? Oh, dude. So, okay. <sighs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm ready. I, all right. For some reason, whenever we get free seltzer, it's always from, an, uh, it's an alcoholic seltzer. Which, like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate it. I love it. I drink. I, I just drank one. Um, I'm all about it. Like, anybody who wants to, like, enhance the party, sign me up. But we've had this problem where the only time I think we've ever gotten, like, a comped seltzer was one bottle from Polar and then all the Topo Chico. A whole shitload the Topo Chico, of Topo Chico. They came through big time because they're fucking real. Real ones. We got a we got a case of liquid death for the podcast. Oh hell yeah! Okay, I'm into that. I love liquid death. I would love to work with liquid death. Liquid death, hit us up from sparkling from water. Liquid death, we would love to work with you. I mean, I really hate that. That's the first episode they listened to us. If that got sent to them. Oh yeah, it's really bad. We'll figure something out. Yeah. But um. So big shout out to liquid death, and I'll have oh, yeah. uh, I'll have our connection send this episode to just to tell them that. We don't normally sound that way. We normally sound like this. <laughs> normally, next to a fire. Very sexy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, Ryan Reynolds, fast forward, Ryan Reynolds has a gin company. It's great. It's delicious. I drink it all the time. What do you think of when you think of gin? Gin and tonics. His wife, the legendary Blake Bively, does not drink alcohol. Today... She launched her seltzer company, or I shouldn't say seltzer. It's like, it's, it, it's like sparkling water. It's like they have a tonic, they have a lemon lime, they have a ruby red grapefruit. Like they have like the the key flavors you need. There's a ginger beer, um, but they're basically they're mixers, but they're designed to be drank by themselves too. It's it's seltzer. It's fucking bottled seltzer, and I'm really excited about it. What's it called? Uh Oh my God! It's named after one of their kids, uh, Betty's. Betty's. Something. Okay. I don't know. I ordered some because I had to. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't wait. I was so excited about it. Betty's something. So. Betty's bubbles? No, that's not right. 
Betty's. I'll look it up. Keep going. Yeah, fuck. I'll I look it up. Just ordered it like a couple hours ago. But um. Betty Buzz. Betty Buzz. So, a, I'm not surprised because they're probably they're like the. They're it's like. If there were two couples that I would ever want to adopt me. If there are two couples who are looking to adopt a 34-year-old man who opens seltzers on the internet for free, I would hope that those two couples are Jay-Z and Beyonce. I knew this was coming. Or Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Um, I just feel like the three of us, Naomi can come if she wants. I don't know if this is something that interests her. I'm sure she'd be down. She likes all of them. It'd be cool. But I think like the three or four of us, plus you, plus... So, okay. I'm not. Of us. We're not married. No, we're, we're not, not married. related. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I would. I would like to True. meet these people. I think people. it would be weird if they adopted both. No, of what us. I'm curious about. So you are. You are fiance. You and Naomi got engaged. Did we yes. talk about that on the podcast? We did. We. I think we did like a, almost a whole episode. Of Thought it. so. And if fiance you were, up. if you were adopted by one of those two couples, let's start yes. with with uh, Jay Z and Beyonce. Yes. Who do you have walk you? Who do you have walk you down the aisle? Oh man. I want can only be one. It has to be Beyonce because it would be like a sick dance and she'd be like, uh, 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 like it'd be like sick. And also like, how are you going to say no to Beyonce? I don't think Jay-Z would agree to walk you down the aisle, but now I think he would. I think he's the, I'm the only person he would agree to walk down the aisle until blue's old enough. And he still has another, like, I don't know, 15 years. I don't know how old this kid is. I genuinely don't know either. Something. All right. Just Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds. Is it even a, is it even a choice between the two couples? No, no. Oh, between who's going to walk me down? Ryan. Yeah. Obviously. Blake's cool. I uh, love Blake. Wrong answer. Death. I'm sorry. The only correct answer is Ryan carries you down like a baby in his arms and deposits you. He might you. be able to. I have been eating salads for lunch and getting he's on the He's fucking pelican. ripped. I mean. Well, yes, there's that too. There's Michael the fact Bublé. that he's a healthy person. Did you see the fucking <laughs> thing with him and Will Ferrell? Oh, yeah. I cracked up. Yeah. Well, so Michael Buble puts, puts up this whole video about... Come on, man. Singing's my thing. He could sing, too? Who the hell knew that he could sing? He can do everything. Yeah. So, as any very any smart yeah. couple does, he has the gin. She now has the the mix, the tonic, the mixer, the whatever you want to do. She doesn't drink. You can drink it by itself. I think the branding's really cool. I'm also just a sucker for when things like this happen. Oh, you're a fan. I'm a fan, but I'm also just like, it's so cool to me that like, it's just like, it takes, they're so smart. They're so smart. And like, it's just such a genius move. And I, it's incredible. So I bought some, it's going to come. I'm pretty sure, you know, I figured like, Oh, maybe they'll send us some. Cause we opened seltzers on the internet, but then I realized like, no, it's like a non-alcoholic thing. And like, for some reason, non-alcoholic seltzers are like kept real close to the chest. Anything with alcohol, send it off. Let's fucking go. It could be the kind of thing that it starts with this, and then maybe this is the can you imagine the if, linchpin if we became the first official uh, pro athletes because I don't know what else to call us pro athlete sponsors of Betty's Bubbles. <sighs> Influencers. What is it? Betty's Bubbles. You got to get the name right if they're gonna be if they're gonna give us money or at least gonna, product. Betty Buzz. They're not, Betty Buzz. They're not gonna sign. Well, they might sign us. I don't know. Like, it just makes so much sense. Like, oh, we have this brand new product that a million people already follow, probably. Could you imagine? Blake's like, well, Ricky, we can't adopt you for obvious reasons, but we will sponsor you. kids, I get it. Well, I mean, like, Taylor Swift wrote a song and used all three of their kids' names in it, so it's only a matter of time until she uses my name in something. (laughs) Which then makes me legally adopted by Ryan and Blake. This is, is it weird because Blake was like a very early love of my life? Blake and Accepted was a moment when I was like, all right. <laughs> I know what love is. It's what is happening right I now. I know what love is. That's too and funny. I was like, I don't know when that movie came out. Probably 20 years ago. So I was very much an old enough person to know. But yeah, so whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, so either way, I'm just real excited about it. I'm excited to see what happens. So we're getting some Betty Buzz. I ordered some. It'd be in. I don't actually know when it'll be in, but it's coming. Um, you saying T Swift reminded me that I've been playing the guitar more, and it's been like one of the things that I've been, been enjoying. Learning Taylor Swift songs? I did <gasps> last night. I what? learned a Taylor Swift song, and I'm gonna get real proficient at it, and I'm just gonna play it around. What song? You. Uh, 
uh, fuck. Go he been high school. Bum, da, na, 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 na. Yeah, 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 that one. I only know so many chords. I'm not very good. I don't think there's a lot going on. I mean, I don't know how to play anything, so. Well, we're going to bring back the cover band is what I'm saying. And I'm going to learn all these songs and you're going to sing them. We could sing them together. They have to only be Taylor Swift songs and I would have to at least get free EGN. We need to come up with what our Taylor Swift cover band as two bearded white men. Because that's actually really fucking funny. Bad Blood would be sick. <gasps> we literally call ourselves... Oh, my God. Uh, we could go with... Folklore is drastically better than Evermore, because Evermore sucks. It's fact, not opinion. Um, I though, Although I did buy Naomi the Evermore signed CD from Joe's albums, because Tay-Tay signed like a bunch and they went only to independent record stores so bought bought one it's great but still that record's just it's a bunch of leftovers it kills me um t-swiss and we just rewrite all of her songs to be about cheese oh that'd be cool we could use the like uh where my k-swiss commercial theme song change it to we are t-swiss i have not thought of k-swiss since, I don't know, I used to watch television. Yeah, I mean, neither have I. I just, you said that, and I was like, the only thing I thought of was like, ah, where? Maki. <laughs> I never owned any, but I had a friend who had some, and they had like a little metal like, pendant thing that hung off the side. Oh, it yeah. Weird. It wasn't my style. Again, I would only see them because they would sponsor game shows, like the game shows I watched or oh, something okay, like that. that. It was like the contestants won a pair of K-Swiss. K-Swiss? What a brand. Let's bring K-Swiss back. Just kidding. I'm very much a New Balance guy now. I bought two pairs. I really love them. One is for like walking and like being active, and they're very comfortable and they're great. The other one is just for life, you know. And those are my favorite shoes I've ever owned because they're also very comfortable. And I've never had more compliments. Excuse me on shoes in my life. All right. This is actually this is a great segue. What is the most you've ever spent on a pair of shoes? Oh my god. Um, probably like hmm. shoes or boots. All right. So we can talk about boots because there's work boots, there's cowboy boots. Yeah, That's yeah. always going to be expensive. I promise you I've never bought cowboy boots. Cowboy boots was my sister Shelby's answer. That was her most expensive shoe. That's amazing. So let's let's stick it with shoe. Shoe. Um, I did buy one pair of Jordans. Those are probably the most expensive and they were only like 100 and I don't know, 130, 40, something like that. Only, he says. Well, so, I mean, you can spend a lot of money. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so yeah. you've spent over $100 on shoes. Oh, up absolutely. In, up until recently, yeah. I had not. Really? I. So I asked my brother this question, and he said he spent $450. Oh, my gosh. But then he holds up these, like, fine, handmade leather dress shoes. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, do, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I am going to an event this weekend hosted by Scoop Drip. I was invited, but the ticket price was $275. For $275, I am buying a pair of sneakers. I think they're Air Force Ones or Air Maxes. I don't know. I am so not a sneakerhead. But it is going to be the most that I've ever spent on shoes, and I'm buying them to paint them. So I'm, 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 it's all about customizing. It's like a really sipping cool. paint. I'm super pumped about it. Like really looking forward to it. But I was talking to Che about it. I'm like, yo, have you ever spent? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he has some. And I'm like, dude, legit I'm a dude that if I could, I would wear flip flops to everything. Yeah. I know it's not supposed to. And it's nobody wants to see the mandals. Yeah. I, so like I wasn't a quote sneakerhead. Because a lot of the thing, I I mostly just wore Vans. I owned sure. a lot of Vans at one time. Like sure. I, I spent a lot of money on Vans. They're like 50, 60 bucks a piece. But like there was a time when every single time I bought shoes, I was buying two, three, four pairs at a time because I don't like just one style of van. So I'd be spending a couple hundred dollars. Granted, but I'd be getting like three, four pairs of shoes. And it was fine. Now I'm old. My knees hurt. My legs hurt if I fucking walk around in Vans. So I still do. But not as much. And then I bought these New Balances, and I'm pretty sure like that's it. I'm done. Let's have some babies. Are they white? No, no, I didn't get the. Yeah, I didn't get those. I can't do. I bought white shoes one time. It was the year. It was the spring of 2005. 
They were. <laughs> you know exactly when. Holy I do. shit! I absolutely do. I forget if they were Nike or Vans, but they're white like skate shoes. They might have been like SBs, and I wore them to the uh, Warp Tour. In oh 05. my it was in, god! Uh, was it Northampton? I think it was at the airport in Northampton, and it rained. It was a fucking mud pile the entire place, and we literally all of us threw our shoes out on the way out of the like to get into the car. We literally just threw our shoes in the trash can that was next to where like our somebody so spent like sixty bucks on these shoes, and then yeah, and up. I wore them for like a summer, and this was like you okay, know okay, mid end okay. of August whenever. Okay, it wasn't like you wore here. them one time to no, the show. No, 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 fuck no. That's no, what no, I thought no. you were telling. No, me. no, no. Yeah, I got like a decent like season ish out of them. Um, and then they were just like so fucked from mud. That's the only thing you could do. We just, literally everybody I was with threw our shoes away as we got into the car. It was the only thing to do. That that was the intelligent thing. It really was because it wasn't worth trying to keep it. So yeah, that was that was that. But yeah. Well, I'm really pumped about this scoop trip event. That's gonna be sick. It's gonna be fun as hell. Is it at scoop trip? I think so. Cool. That's awesome. I've never been inside there. Oh, you should be able to check it out. That's something uh, I checked. Okay. Well, well, they. I mean, they, I'm not doing that this weekend. I've very busy but it's okay but i do want to go no check it out another time yeah. but uh i got to hit talking with those guys because of a couple things one there was this really awesome art event that our buddy chris michelotti put on where it had grim and george anon and sticky and who am i missing there's somebody else oh brianna woodward was there she was doing live painting i think there was one other person being featured I'm sorry if I've forgotten who you were. I apologize. But anyway, uh, met up with those guys there and learned about an event that they kind of did during Pow Wow where they had uh, they brought a bunch of shoes to the YMCA and they had the kids at the YMCA each paint customize a shoe. And they had cool. Yeah, it was super cool. And it was led by uh, Askiade, this kid Jaleel, who uh, did some really interesting work. Hell yeah. Sorry, I'm making space. It's all good throw this in the fire uh, we have a fire going because we're cool and romantic bromantic so yeah so i'm pumped to hang out with those dudes i'm pumped for this then we're gonna have them on the show here soon once we figure out our schedule once we figure out kind of where we want to take this thing because we've missed you guys truth be told you know it's been a fun summer it's kind of what ricky said we've been getting back and getting back into life and reconnecting with people for those 10 days but uh yeah now that that's kind of come and went we're getting back into normal life and we're getting back into this yeah yeah i mean basically we're it was just time like ryan and blake were trying to while filling out the app the adoption application we're like oh he you know he used to do a podcast and they thought it'd be really good for them their brand like get more more eyeballs ear lobes on ear balls ear balls on their products um so basically, we just had to do this to make sure that I can finalize those, that paperwork. And really exciting. Adopted. I'm excited about that. It's cool. It's weird trying to get adopted by people when you're not that much younger than them and like you have parents and a really great relationship with your parents and you're way too old for anything. I will say I kind of do like the way Ricky Reynolds sounds. The double R, Rolls Royce. It rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Ricky... Reynolds. Ricardo. See, it's, yeah, it's kind of nice. Ricky Ricardo, isn't it from Ricardo, uh, that's what Lucy? every kid, when I was younger, it was Baba like Ricky Lou. Ricardo, then it was Ricky Martin. Oh, Ricky yeah. Martin. And I was like, ah, oh, cool. Like, it was always that. That's it. Those are my three people. And I was like, whatever. But Ricky Martin's actually touring with Enrique Iglesias. I didn't have any Travis's for forever, and then Travis Pastrana came out of nowhere and was like, Travis all right. Parker. Oh, well, there's Travis Parker. I'm sorry. Travis... Those may actually be the only two I know. That's not you. Travis Scott. Oh, yeah, Travis Scott. Forget about Travis Scott. Uh, there was Travis Tritt. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do Travis Tritt. Hey, it's a great day to be alive. I say I couldn't even tell you what his song is. There's also Randy Travis. Oh, He's... forever and ever. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. I knew it. <laughs> Wasn't uh, all Blink-182 from... Yeah, it was pretty much Blink-182, but I knew 90s country. What else is on your list? Um, New Tradition has a patio. 
Yeah, it does. It's fucking gorgeous. Pretty stoked about it. It looks beautiful. Joe did a great job. Joe they, and Jay. Yeah, they did a really nice job. Yeah, it's cool. I haven't had time to sit at it yet. But <laughs> uh, no, because it's, it's been kind of warm. We got this weird warm, summer like, out of nowhere. Yeah, like weddings and what did I do last weekend? I didn't actually even go to New Tradition last weekend, which was weird. Yeah, it's just been a very busy. Mike D and I are meeting up there tomorrow, so. Tomorrow? Yep, so at 11. I'll be working. Take a, take a lunch. Take your lunch at 11 and come down. I could actually do that. If you wanted to. We'll be there. We'll see. Maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah, do your thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, I have a meeting with Birch oh. Tree. I'm working oh, really? with Birch Tree. That's cool. Dude, I'm... Slinging coffee? No. Oh. Doing their website. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Had a meeting with Avra. She's fucking awesome. She's the best. I love... They're the nicest people ever. Dude, working with Jaju. I like so much. Shit's been going really well. Anyway. Hell yeah. Don't mean to brag. That's sick. I'm pumped. That's good shit. Yeah. Look at you. Go team. Look at you, just doing the damn thing. But yeah, New Tradition has a patio and it's gorgeous. It's really nice. It's uh, really, really cool. A lot of the artists went and checked out that during powwow, and they all loved the oh, space. Really? It became a hangout for oh, a couple hell days. Yeah. That's cool. Hell yeah. I mean, Mandy's vegan pop tarts is also well. They're delicious and do it. they're they please a crowd because you know as long as you like delicious things, you know what I mean. Yeah, they. She hold. Yeah, no, she's. Holds it down. What I was telling my brother-in-law is that he's vegan. So I'm like, dude, I would tell you that they're vegan Pop-Tarts, but I normally don't qualify them as vegan Pop-Tarts. I just say they have these Pop-Tarts because the fact that they're They're vegan doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it doesn't do anything. Like, yes, it is cool that they are vegan. It is very cool that there are no plant matter in this. Or only plant matter. There's no animal byproduct. However, it's also just goddamn good. They're so good. They're so good. What's that? It's like the apple crisp. What she ever now is like apple crisp and the maple, maple brown sugar. Maple brown sugar. That one I think is the one that I had a couple times. Is really, that really is good. what I'm having tomorrow. Hell it yeah. is the pop tart I used to have as a kid. That was like oh, my yeah. favorite out of the, the back. The, like, and it kicks it right in the tank. Pop tart. It just oh my god! It's like a field goal kicker right to the gooch. Maple brown sugar and I like the um, s'mores a... one. That was my favorite. <laughs> I I don't fuck with like. Like fruit filling. I love fruit filling. It doesn't. It grosses me out. Uh, there was. She had a lime one. She had. There was a cake batter good. one that was really good. That was my favorite one. So far, they're all. There's always my favorite thing is she always has two flavors, and I either like both or I'm obsessed with one. Sure. So there's always like something that I need to have. I like that she switches it up. Me too. I think it's great. It's it keeps it exciting. Keeps it exciting. No, it's good. Um, my. New England Revolution are in the playoffs. They clinched last night. They're so fucking good this year. It's incredible. I'm going uh, November something. 7th? 6th? Is that a playoff game? Something. No. So I don't quite understand how their playoff when their playoffs start because my brother bought tickets for my birthday. We went earlier this year. That was the thing I did this summer for the first time ever. Went to a Revolution game. It was very much a, like, I don't know what is going to happen or if this is going to be fun, but I really want to go. And Joey was like, yeah, I'm down. I've never been to one either. So we bought tickets. We went. Did you have fun? We were obsessed. It was so much fun. Did you so? Okay, can I just ask about the, the scenario? Did Hell you yeah. sit? It was only half the sides of the... It was at Gillette, right? Yeah. Did they only have half the, the stadium filled in? No. No, no. There were people on both both sides. Fascinating. Well, there's like, they're good. So there's a lot more people there now. When I was there, I was there. They gave it away for 9-11, like fucking six, seven years ago. Okay. There was almost no one in the stadium. They put us only on half. Oh. So it was to kind of like condense. Yeah, yeah, But you were still spread out except yeah. for this one section of diehards. Oh, yeah. They're still there. They're my favorite. They're gangsters. So they're in a section. They're now like behind one of the goals. Yeah, they're behind the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they stay behind the, the visitor goalie for the longest time. Okay. It's the same way you do it in hockey. I'm honestly kind of kicking around buying season tickets for next year because I actually did have that much fun and I really? fucking love it and it's drastically cheaper than doing anything um it's kind of fucked up how cheap it is and I mean those the tickets are the, seats. the tickets are cheap but the concessions are still the concessions yeah but like you go down like I don't know you go down that we like we got dinner at one of the restaurants which like we ate at the fucking worst restaurant there I'll never eat there again um and put them on blast name the name CBS scene. It fucking sucks. Oh. It's horrible. Oh. Our food was gross. My food was gross. Joey's food was gross. Our apps were gross. The beers Bummer. were fine. But like it was just like not good. 
CBS scene sucks. We tried going to a couple different places, but the lines were really like the waits were super Is long. Is the Toby Keith place still there? No, we used to go. There. We used to go there all the time when it first opened. No, now it's uh, what's it called? It's like another. I think it's another like country artist guy. I, it might be like like Luke Bryan's fucking country time affair. Bud Light Bonanza or something stupid. Um, it's something like that. It's another, like country place, but um, it actually might even be Luke Bryan. I don't know. It's one of those guys. Jokes. I think it's like a they name shit after them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we used to go to Toby Keith's all the time. I one night I went, we went. We could do like a whole episode on like adventures I've had at Toby Keith's. Really? Yeah, because I, I, it's weird. I got into country music my senior year of high school because of a girl, and I really liked it. And then my friends made fun of me, called me Rick the Hick, which made no <laughs> sense, which made no sense. It just rhymed. It um, sounds great. It sounded yeah. It was it was cute. It was, it was cute. It was a thing that happened. And it made no sense because, like, I literally, like, my style, my everything has never changed, like, at all. My pants aren't super baggy or hanging off my ass as low. But that's the only thing that's changed since, like, probably fourth grade. My style is almost exactly the same. Except now I wear New Balances. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but and I have my hat forward instead of always backwards. But, uh... <laughs> So when we started going to Toby Keith's, by that point, like all my friends were into country music and they were like wearing John Deere hats, even though they've never mowed a lawn. <laughs> and they really wanted to pretend that they were like from Mobile, Alabama, when they were from like West Boylston. It was which is like, I guess, like the country of Worcester. That's it's designed but even that then, way. Like just because you live, you know, a mile and a half from a farm doesn't make you a farmer. It, the, the music is designed that way. It's designed know, by the it's, business that way. No, but it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's, it's well, it's, yeah. Well, so, I mean. Yeah, no, no, and I'm a fan of the music, like some of it. Not to go down a road, but I watched a very fascinating TikTok about this folk band that, that the reason they call themselves a folk band and not a country band is because when they were going up through the country scene, their sound was not what Nashville wanted to hear. Nashville oh, yeah. wanted to hear this certain specific scene, and apparently this is what Nashville. Yeah. And the way they positioned it, or the way they explained it, it's really music made by poor southern white people for rich northern white people. And yes, like, exactly. holy shit, I've never really thought of it that way. But yeah, that kind of is the appeal. Yeah. I don't know why. And now you have to like look good to do it. You can't be like an actual country artist. Not that they're not attractive, but like you need to be like a very pretty person to be in country music nowadays. It's, it's the next generation of pop. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Just or like, the pop of its kind yeah it's pop and then they'll just which like i actually I, it's kind of an insult i love pop music i don't love the new country thing because it's like the worst pieces of pop and then like just like throw a twang on something and it's like i had a bud light like you just like pick a letter in the word and then like stretch that out a little tiny bit mention a truck and a bud light and you're good but that joke's been made for years. I mean, the joke is what happens when you play a country song backwards. You get your truck, your wife, and your house back. Yeah, but they don't even sing about that stuff anymore. Now it's just like she had blue, cut off blue jeans on. Her name was Becky, and we drank ice cold Bud Lights on a Saturday night. Yeah. That's it. And then you maybe, if you're like really trying, you just mention a southern town. It doesn't even matter if it's anywhere near where the video is shot no, or the rest of the song. You you'd be smart one. and you pick one like Springfield that like lots of different states have. He's talking about our Springfield. It's true. Although the only uh, quote unquote country artist who sings about Springfield is Aaron Lewis from Stained, who likes to pretend that he grew up as a poor country boy, but he oh. actually grew up as a very rich person in Springfield, Massachusetts, um, and there literally drove yachts and stuff on like the lakes in New York. Uh, and was in a extremely successful metal-ish band, and now says the Pledge of Allegiance before he says a bunch of racist stuff. Oh, that's shows. cute. Yeah, it's really like weird. Uh, Kid Rock's the same way. Kid Rock's out. Oh yeah, a... he grew up with so much money. Well, again, another interesting fucking thread I found on TikTok was, and again, it's not to say that you, you could take anything away from their music career, but these... I wish we could. The people like that, him, the kinks, like they present as every man that like anybody could make it in this business, but they don't have the same challenges financially because they come from like their parents were wealthier. They had yeah, financial yeah. backing. And it's just really interesting to see all these people that still put that persona out as I of every man, but they don't necessarily know what it's like to yeah. not have money. No, ever. They never will. It's insane. 
But yeah, I went to Toby Keats. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I was like, how did we get on this? Um, yeah, so real quick, just to dump, jump back in, I went to Toby Keats a bunch. Uh, Major it, League Soccer, right? Yeah, that got us to Gillette. Right? Yeah, we were at Gillette Do and then Toby Keats. Take I home. went there one time in uh, <laughs> in slippers. So I basically had on probably the same outfit I have on now, like black skinny jeans and like a probably like a Wonder Year shirt or something and like a hoodie. Excuse me. Um, and you go and we had like one friend who didn't drink that much. So the rest of us could drink a lot <laughs> and you just get wasted and you like look at all the pretty girls and like nothing ever happens. I did one time buy a girl a drink there and it was the most uncomfortable situation of all time. Never did that again. Um, it was so awkward. I hate, I, even while doing it, I was like, what am I doing the things that I don't like? Like, it was so annoying to me. And then she, like, literally, I was like, hey, like, what do you, can I buy you a drink? And then it was that quiet. And she was like, sure. And I was like, cool. I did. And then we, like, awkwardly tried to talk. It was so stupid. I hated every single second of it. Needless to say, I probably, I think I apologized because I was like, I'm really sorry that I ruined your night. Cause she was, like, with her girls, you know, they're, like, doing their thing. So then I, Went back with my friends and I was like, whatever. But either way, you still paid for a drink, ruined her night. Anyway, keep going. Dude, keep going. I might have ruined her night, but because <laughs> I was probably like, so what's your favorite Blink Made Two record? <laughs> that would <laughs> ruin my night. No, you're right. Your favorite, like, so, I swear right to God, there. if somebody asks you what my favorite Blink One Eighty Two, that's just gonna fucking ruin my night. I'm well, gone. I'm only, going home because it's not a one second conversation. Like, <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the first one I heard? Are you talking about the one that's actually the best musically? Are you talking about the one that has the most of your favorite songs on it? Like, there's like. Four, three to there's four to choose from. That's I was gonna it. say we're talking about the difference between four albums. That's it. Yeah, everything else is nothing. But so there's one night I went down there in slippers, uh, got extremely drunk, and I. F- <laughs> so basically, what they do is they like play, then they take like a 20 minute break, and then they come back and they play. All these bands do are covers. Nobody does original music. It's literally, or at least like on the weekend nights, yeah. it's just country covers, and everybody's like, yeah. They, like, did their thing. They got off to do an intermission, and I turned around to talk to, like, my friends I was with, and the floor is just covered in beer because everybody's, like, swaying their drinks around, like, thinking, oh, pretending they have problems and all the, like, hardships of living in the country in Foxborough, Massachusetts. And the beers are big, and I just remember, like, turning around, and I leaned backwards because, the like, the monitors were, like, right there. So I was going to lean up against that, and I had slippers on. <laughs> And all of a sudden, my feet just went out from underneath me, and I just, like, hit the ground and sat there for a second. And, of course, my beer spilled all over me. And I'm just sitting there. I honestly think I Sitting in beer? Sitting in beer, covered in my beer, and I have slippers on. So this, like, security guy comes running over, and I'm like, I'm going to get thrown out. I wasn't, like, wasted. I was, like, I was having fun, but I was, like, totally fine compared to, like, the rest of the place. So this guy comes running over and he's like, are you all right? I'm like, dude, I'm totally fine. I, it's all good. I just fell. And he literally looks at my feet and he's like, are you wearing slippers? And I was like, well, yeah, like I, these are sick. Like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but now they're covered in beer. I'm like, I know. Well, I didn't, you know, everywhere else I go in slippers, it's usually not coated in beer. Like I didn't expect that to be Everywhere else I go in slippers. I once walked around the entire, I spent three days in Seattle and I spent two of those days in slippers walking all around the city. It was very uncomfortable, but it was awesome. They look sick. So yeah, <laughs> my slippers. I had to go in like just like moccasins. No, they're just like like cheap. Yeah, yeah. They, like I say, look like moccasins, but they're like rubber like sole. Fifteen dollar slippers from like Target or yeah, something. Yeah, no, no. I got that part. Rubber sole, ones. foam sole. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. The ones I have now that I wear outside have a rubber sole, but they're way more expensive. You wear slippers. But I bought outside. different ones for inside. Now these are my outside ones. But it was great. So I'm really hope that people are still listening to, well, <laughs> to this conversation. We are at about an hour, so we should oh, really? probably right. call it somewhere in up. here. It's tied up. We're gonna we're gonna say that uh, Stokes and Pokes still on vacation for the next few, maybe this week, maybe now. We'll, we'll I'm see. Into it. I mean, I have some. But Do you want to just really rip through it real worth... quick? Wait, I can't even actually see what they are anymore. To be honest with you. Well, you wanted to call it that Mexican spot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh oh yeah, these are actually pretty good. So shout out Taka Taqueria del Pueblo de del Pueblo. That new one. taco spot that Go I, for some it. reason, can't say the word Pueblo. Taqueria del Pueblo. Taqueria del Pueblo. They're inside the Worcester Public Market, um, but they opened a, like an actual restaurant uh, on Highland Street. Oh, nice. So we got takeout from there last weekend. It was really, really, really good. Um, What'd you get? I got the Berea. Ah, oh, Badia. 
Barrier. I don't know. Um, I can't say fucking anything. But they're really, really good. Um, I got three of the two of those. I got a chicken one, which was very delicious. I usually don't like chicken tacos, except for the pollo gasado from Pepe's. Mm. But I don't like Pepe's tortillas. But this one was really good. Corn tortillas um, or flour tortillas? Oh, man, I don't know. I want to say flour, but I don't know. But it was really good. See, I'm more of a flour person, but I've been getting into corn. And uh, the way to do it correctly is you don't just use it like a like a flat corn tortilla. You make your sauce or make your meat or whatever your protein is in sauce. And then you put the sauce down in the pan. You put the, the tortilla down in the sauce so it gets coated in it. And then you fold it over and fry it together on the pan. And it's like, oh, so much better. Huh. All right. I just, yeah. Anyway. All right. So this, I gotta check out a new taco spot. I no, love it's, tacos. It's good. They're, I love their tacos. Really, really good. I was really impressed. Um, that was dope. And then my poke is the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, the people, I think that I'm destined to be a professional playlist maker for Peloton, because some of the the instructors have like decent enough playlists. Where, like, you can get, like, I did an outcast ride, and it was sick, but the guy I did, who, like, instructed the ride, I couldn't have hated it anymore. He sucked. He was very uncomfortable to watch. Some people try to, like, lip sync songs, which is fine, but, like, know the lyrics, because it's really awkward if you don't. Um, and then some of them do things where it's like, it's a pop punk ride. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And I know it's not going to be, like, deep cuts or, like, the stuff that I listen to. Like, I know I'm not going to get on there and it's going to be like, Unreal Law and Alistair and fucking whatever. It's going to be, like, you know, fat lip, all the small things. I get it. It's cool. I'm into it. But then one time I was doing a ride and, like, the fourth song in was Three Doors Down. And I was like, what is happening right now? First of all, no. Second of all, hell no. I hate those guys. So, I don't know. My poke is just them. Like, if you guys need pop punk playlist for real hit me up how do you become a instructor i don't know but they're killing it like some like cody cody rigsby's my boy he does like a madonna ride he does like the um like he does the like pop rides and those are probably my favorite a lot of madonna a lot of britney a lot of britney i'm real into the britney um my favorite ride is the like uh he calls it like the gayest songs of the 90s and that's my favorite i literally do that one that's probably the ride I've done the most because every single song is so good and it's just like I love this shit plus Cody's awesome he's on Dancing with the Stars which is kind of cool never watched that but I was excited to see he was on there Cody's my friend in real life <laughs> not really but he should be my friend I've... you've ridden with him enough yeah I've ridden with him enough where like we've we've watched each other sweat you, to the tunes to do- Madonna tunes like he, we he doesn't see you he could. If I did a live ride, you definitely could. I just never do live rides because... How are you going to meet Cody, man? I don't know. I should. Maybe I will this week. I hope you do. RB always asks me if I'm going to do... He does, like, all the rides, like, live rides and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to. But, like, whenever he does them, there are times I literally am, like, working. He's like, yo, you doing this whatever ride? I'm like, fuck. Like, no, I know. I have to work before. But I should. I should just take some time. We always schedule, me and some of the guys I work with, schedule time, like, in, on, like, one day a week to do a ride together like during the day and then we end up being too busy where we've never done it we're like i have to cancel this i have too much going on how so, many weeks standing is it oh my god this is at least well coming up will be four or five love that shit maybe five love yeah, it we've never done it we probably never will but but yeah so i don't right. know peloton just hit me up i tweeted about it once and then they hit me it was like clearly a bot and they were like if you're looking for a fucking bull and they hit me like the like link to their jobs page i'm like no like i'm not a bot First of all, I don't know how to even apply for like the playlist. Who? What? What is the job title? Playlist guy. Peloton playlist. Peloton activator. playlist guy. I'm sure it's not a thing. I'm sure it's like somebody somewhere gets paid a lot of money, and they're like, "What is pop punk?" And somebody's like, "I don't know." My kid like third. They probably hired down some in intern. They're like, "This is what the Spotify metrics are telling yeah, us. This is this what people listen to." It's true. Make gum cool. Make gum cool. All right, people, you've done it. You've listened to another hour, and we'll be forever grateful. Uh, thank you for sticking in there with us. Thank you for listening to this episode. And let's make this season or whatever the hell we're doing this next stint make it the coolest thing possible. It's true. Um, we'll keep you posted on what Ryan and Blake say, how the interview <laughs> process goes. Uh, I'll let you guys know if I'm going to start doing uh, Peloton playlists. Maybe we can do like a Seltzer Time ride 
where it's incredibly unhealthy because you actually have to like hydrate with seltzer instead of regular water. I don't know if that's unhealthy or not, but it'd be really weird. Do a we bunch of you it. ride? I don't, but do a bunch of you that listen. If you if you ride a bike, like a stationary bike, hit us up. Maybe we can do a fundraiser where we ride a certain amount of miles or something like that. Oh, that'd that. be kind of cool. Yeah. All right. You know, do yeah. a, do a, yeah. If, wow, look at us. We fucking took, we took like two months off. We're like, we're, we are now going to be athletes. Well, I'm we not going to do be, it. But well, actually, gonna... we did mention me and athletes earlier for the Blake sponsorship. For I think it needs to be the thing the where I like sit and egg you on with donuts or something i don't know it could know. be a thing um i'll where be sponsored by I, like one of us can ride and one of us can have a sidecar <laughs> it but like it's a stationary bike so you're not actually going anywhere so it's <laughs> that's what i thought of right I, I will put a fan in front of me just so it feels like i'm going yeah, somewhere just riding in the wind you know what else is funny who also probably hopefully doesn't <laughs> ever go anywhere is people say that uh cipro would ride in the sidecar of trump's bike Good one. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, guys.